Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 21 of the Ginzers Podcast. I'm Samantha James, along with my co-hosts Morgan Erzo and Jordan DeFigio. How depressed are you guys feeling? I mean... Uh, Morbidly, very, very, very depressed. On a scale of one to Michael Scott when Holly goes back to Nashua, Mm -hmm. I I might as well be in the truck with Daryl singing... No, 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 no. I mean, that's yeah, pretty bad. Brutal. It, like, this is the worst Monday of my life. That's do you guys want to start with the good or the bad? Let's, there wasn't very much good. So let's get that out of the way. And then we can kind of rest on the bad because uh, there's a lot more of that. A lot more to cover on the, the bad. Yeah. I mean, far and away. Yeah, this will be a quick yeah. segment. The first, the good, quick. Yeah. Get it over with. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, there was some good. Yeah. Najee, he, he looks good. A lot, way too many receptions, but. Way too many receptions. Almost 100 yards. So that was good. Listen, though, like the thing, <laughs> the good is going to bleed into the bad because let me just say, Najee has to be pissed. Like, how pissed would you be if 34 of your yards on the ground got called back for penalties? Every single time he broke through the line and made a legitimate run out of nothing. Mm -hmm. It was called back. I just, oh, God. It was like he got used to, after breaking for some 10, 20-yard run, looking back to make sure there wasn't a flag on the ground because yep. the first three times he got decent yardage, good yardage, first down yardage, every single time it was called back. Called back. Take it back. For yep. stupid I mean, penalties. Stupid penalties. Stupid. Avoidable. Idiotic, avoidable penalties. Yep. False start. Are you kidding yeah. me? False start. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah, I know bad. we're supposed to be talking so about the good. I know we're supposed to be talking <laughs> about the good. So, like, I will maintain decorum right now. Let's move on. But he, yeah, he looks good. good. So there's that. Um, Claypool had a great game. Once again. Yeah, he did. He had a good game. He For, did. There were, there were a few drops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep bringing up the drops bad. are apparently what this team – is known for at this point because we led the league last year and drops and we're starting out with that same trend. So. Yep. Drops, terrible <laughs> line, but we're still on the good. Claypool looks yeah, good. We are. He, we're yep. still on the good. I know it's really hard to, to hang uh, there. Terrell Edmonds looked good. He's really kind of coming into his own. Yeah. I'm very proud of him. Uh, that was a, a extremely heads up play to go mm-hmm. after that deflected pass. Um, I was hoping that that would, you know, throw some momentum our way, that we mm-hmm. would be able to capitalize on that play. Um, surprise, surprise. Nope. We didn't. Um, yeah, because the offense got the ball. Anytime there's momentum, if you give it to the offense. Pfft, yeah, honestly, can gone. we is, – is Edmonds a bright point or are we pissed he didn't take it to the house? Like uh, – That was the only way we would have gotten a touchdown, so – Right. And like the thing is, is we look at guys like Terrell Edmonds and you want to look at yesterday and be so proud of him. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, this season so far, mm-hmm. the first three games of this season, he has been impressive, which right. is amazing yeah. for a guy who, you know, like Bud Dupree was so slow to come into his yeah. development. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so finally we're seeing Terrell Edmonds be this guy that, you know, we can count on in the secondary and we can't even capitalize on these plays that he's making or, you know, it's, it is the most frustrating thing. And I know we're still talking about the good. I have to keep reminding mm. myself. It's not it's hard. It's the bad hard. so outweighs yes. the good that anything honestly really even associated with the good is bad in some mm-hmm. way. You're, and you're his exactly progress right. is just, it's so like everything that he's been able to accomplish in the past two seasons, honestly, has just been overshadowed by the shitty offense because mm-hmm. it, there's it's really difficult to celebrate the growth of a player when the glaringly obvious issues on offense are just completely erasing any type of positive impact the defense is having on the game. So that right. includes the progress that Terrell Edmonds has made, but he's made a lot of it. And that, that's really encouraging to watch, especially because the Steelers have historically not been the best at drafting in the secondary. So the fact right. that they were not only able to get him and sort of start to, start to develop him, that that is promising. And I'm just right. going to do a full stop you know, there. We didn't give him like a fifth year, right? And so yeah. we are – he is in a contract year technically. So mm-hmm. he's playing for his money. And he's doing arguably an amazing job at that so far. Granted, we are three games in. But um, for a defense that is decimated like we are, Mm -hmm. we need guys like Terrell Edmonds to really step up and be like a leader on that side of the ball. And I feel like he did that well on Sunday. Mm -hmm. He's been around the ball a lot And it's really nice to see. It's really nice to see him not getting burned. It's really nice to see him not in busted coverage. You know, this is a guy who I've seen strides from. And I'm, you know, it's something, one thing that we can be excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's great. And like you said, Claypool, that's an, Claypool draws PIs. I know we talk about this all the time. Like draws no one's PIs business. Like no one's business. Mm-hmm. And there are times that refs don't want to call it because they know, oh, well, it's Chase Claypool. Like we can't yep. just call it because it's Chase Claypool, even though it's technically a PI. You know, he did that again yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was huge for us. Huge for an offense that was yeah. stagnant, anemic, yeah. pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah, pathetic's a good word. It was hard to watch. It was yep. it was hard to watch. I, what else we got? Yeah, any um, other positives? Was good. We had Pat Fryermuth had his first NFL touchdown. And, awesome. Oh my God! Please only throw the ball, yes. Pat Fryermuth. If I never see Eric yeah. Ebron on that field again, I sorry, dude. I I'm I getting can't. ahead of ourselves again. I but know we are we are getting Dang. ahead of yeah. ourselves again. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Why is he not on the field more? Like, why is he not getting the ball more? Yeah. I know Ben has advocated for that, but, like, why is it still not a thing? Yeah. Like, there are a lot of coaching decisions and personnel decisions that have really, really been consistently bad that are now becoming concerning. Uh, Yeah. A couple years ago, they were one-offs and – you could kind of sweep them under the rug and ignore them. But, oh, my goodness, as we've gotten – I just – I don't even know what's going on. Anyway, uh, let's let's wrap up the good so that we can just start our bitch session because I really the need that. The offensive line I need picked this Ben up. They picked yeah. him up off the ground when he got hit. <laughs> Yay. Which is great. Thank you, guys. Good job, guys. right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The only other thing that was good was that we saw the no huddle happen, which did gain some momentum. And then it was. Well, I'll be honest, like. This past week, I think, or a week and a half ago, Ben told the media that there was no no huddle offense, no two-minute offense in the current playbook. Yeah. I don't know how many people picked up on that. It didn't seem like it was widespread news. To me, that's huge because yeah. as people who watch the Steelers and analyze the Steelers play, we know that Ben is his best in the no huddle. And that's not just, that's not new. Like that's not news. Mm -hmm. Ben has been his best version of himself when he runs a no huddle offense Mm -hmm. for years, for years. Yeah. So why on earth in this year, that's supposed to be his last ride and we're giving him a chance to win the Super Bowl for the third time and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Do we not have a two minute no huddle offense in the, effing playbook i'm sorry i almost said the real version of that word and (laughs) i think i would be justified because like yes yeah why yeah i don't know it was just so bad we're we're bleeding into the bad again but i mean it's okay but that's okay we're getting to the bad i think that that's literally the extent of the good so this is the bad now which there's a lot of it and we could we can start there i mean it's so bad yeah so like look at so the fact that there's no real option for the no huddle in the playbook right now a lot of people are complaining about matt canada i'm kind of one of them um and i think you see a lot of times a real disconnect between football at the collegiate level and football Mm -hmm. at the professional level and some guys their skill set just doesn't translate that Mm -hmm. may be the case with matt canada however our so looking at that, the way that this, the Steelers offense performed yesterday, their scheme, their strategy, their plan, their play calling, their performance, is, is this blame on Matt Canada or is it on – like is it too early to blame the guy, our offensive coordinator, three games into the season? Right. I think – I think there's a lot to, to blame. I think Ben is to blame. There's a lot I of blame to go around. Matt Canada is to blame. The offensive line is to blame. Tomlin is to blame. I, yeah. We're going to get crucified for that statement. I know. I know you guys can't say anything. But yeah. it watching it, I don't know how the hell we beat Buffalo. How? Because yeah. there's one answer to that. Buffalo had a defense. Help, we had a healthy yeah. defense. We had yeah. a healthy defense, period. That's the only answer to that. The thing is, is I caught a lot of heat this week on Twitter because I said, mm-hmm. I think I'm out on Matt Canada. Yep. And that was even before this past game. Right. The thing is, is I still stand by that statement. Mm-hmm. I think that while I do think that we are seeing a limited Matt Canada playbook because of the right. limitations of Ben, because <laughs> of the limitations of the line, I also think – that at a certain point, the responsibility to make things happen falls on the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And he is not, someone needs to go into the room and be like, Ben, this is what we're going to do, whether you like it or not. If that's the real issue, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people say that Ben's the issue, Mm -hmm. Ben won't work with him, you know, whatever. If that's the issue, Tomlin, Matt Canada need to go into a room with Ben and say, listen, you are the leader of this team. You're not the only leader of this team. We are losing. It's pathetic. Something's got to change. So like put your three heads Mm -hmm. together and come up with some magic, whatever you want to do with the offense. Like I do blame Matt Canada. I I put a lot of blame on Matt Canada, Mm -hmm. but I will say. I am not solely, but I'm hesitant to put the blame solely on the back of anyone mm-hmm. right. until this yeah. offensive line gets right. their shit together. Right. Period. Yeah. Ben was stacked four times on Sunday. He was hit, hit 
11 times. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. 17 times. 11 drops. Sorry. I'm getting my numbers, my bad numbers confused. There's a lot of numbers. 17 times, you guys. A 39-year-old quarterback taking 17 hits. It's great. Is I'm yeah. are we is Bruce Arians the offensive coordinator again? Because like Ben is getting slammed. He is not mobile. Like he mm. needs a line that can give him time in the pocket because outside right. of the pocket, he's not doing jack shit. He's, he's not. not doing. He's not. He, he doesn't need enough time to get out of the pocket. He he exactly. barely makes it outside the pocket. And you know what? I, 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 I'm not, I don't know if Matt Canada has the chops to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He might, but I, I think there's some blame on him for not adapting the playbook to to the, the personnel that he has. But honestly, I'm more pissed at Mike Tomlin and the organization for giving the job to Matt Canada, whose entire scheme is just not conducive for the quarterback that we have. If you right. if you really wanted to go all in on Ben's last season, you would have made some cat magic happen to solidify the line in front of him, and you would have hired a guy that would be able to work with him in order to maximize on his actual ability where he is at this stage in his career. And they didn't do that. I have no idea what they were thinking when they saw Matt Canada's a, like his his strength, strength and said yeah let's let's promote this guy and did nothing to the line i just right. i don't i don't get it and it's really incredibly frustrating to me because it just it feels like they uh, they just stopped trying and it's super frustrating and ma- like matt canada all right it's your job to get creative now you see That's what you're what working saying. with like getting going out in there with the same exact a, a table game plan mm-hmm. as as Randy is not yeah, exactly. Doing it. There is no Scream. difference in scheme. There is no difference in scheme. It is monumentally frustrating yeah. to see mm-hmm. us fire the coach that everyone wanted fired. See you, Randy Feitner. You're gone, and bring in someone promote within the organization. Because why? Because you want to do the, the same Steeler shit. way. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. pathetic. The Steelers yeah. spend the least amount of money on their coaching staff out of the entire NFL, Mm -hmm. out of the entire NFL. Adrian Clem has no business coaching that offensive line. He doesn't. If you wanted Mm -hmm. someone to come in and change the offensive line and make something happen, bring in a proven coach, not the assistant Mm -hmm. to the coach that failed last year, period. Mm -hmm. I'm pissed. Like I'm so annoyed because like there is no excuse we saw exactly what this offense did last year. We saw that yeah. with a veteran yeah. offensive line. Why did you right. think you could bring in these kids and expect them to be better with an offensive line coach who is brand new as well? What, yeah. I mean, in what world? With this quarterback, in what world? Yep. And it, it wasn't was, just their inability to protect Ben because they were falling apart left and right yesterday. Right. We touched on this already with all of those big gain runs from Najee. The penalties. Oh, my God. Every single one of them had a penalty. Like, I knew there was a lot, but going back today, and like I had tweeted this morning, rewatching the film, which, by the way, do not recommend doing that because we already knew the game was worse, but watching it a second time and being able to take that in the game emotion out and watching it for a second time, you were like, Oh my God, this is even worse than I thought it was. Yeah. And I didn't realize that there was a penalty for every single starting offensive lineman. I, every single one of you, every single one of you. False. What are you guys doing? Illegal formation, holding. Just come on. You name the penalty, it was called on them. That's pretty much how it was yesterday. Yes. And the draw. I mean, and listen, like, how much of that is growing pains? Re- realistically, how yeah. much of these penalties, I'm not talking about the failure to block. I'm not talking about getting absolutely railroaded at the center position and the guard position. Not what I'm talking about. 
the penalties. How much of that is growing pains adjusting from an NCAA speed to an NFL speed? Right. Probably it's probably I, a higher percentage than like I would than I would we realize. That, yeah, that's it's just a I different, want it to be that different thing. Wishful yeah. thinking, maybe I don't know. I I'm looking for answers because I have none. I have yeah. no solution to the problems that this team is facing. Mm -hmm. it, it almost makes me wonder because they didn't go out and shore up that offensive line with veterans. Mm -hmm. It almost makes me wonder if they know, like, we're going to appease Ben because he is our Hall of Fame franchise quarterback that has won mm -hmm. us two Super Bowls, taken us to three. Yeah. Seven-time Pro Bowler. Right. Let's appease him for this last year. He took less money to help this team. Let's make this, you know, whatever. We know what he is. Let's yeah. not say we're tanking. Right. Let's just field this team and get a good draft pick. Like, that's what it feels like. And I know that's not the yeah. Rooney way. I know that's right. not the Steeler way. But it it feels like that. The thing because is, if you have, well, yeah, if you have mm -hmm. this limited quarterback who refuses to throw up the middle, who when he's out of the pocket, as we saw when he did choose to be mobile yesterday, Derek Watt was wide open. Did he throw right. it to Derek Watt? No, he threw straight into coverage that was intercepted. Like there's so yeah. many things that when you start relooking, it's like the people that are saying, oh, Ben's not at fault. And how dare you? He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm not taking that away from him. What I am saying is he is not the same Hall of Fame mm -hmm. quarterback Ben. And you guys can separate those two things. It's not being disrespectful. It's not saying, oh, he's washed, whatever. It's just the truth of the matter. He's not he's the same old. quarterback. He's 39 <laughs> he's years 39, old. 39, and he's yeah. not on the TB12 diet, okay? Like, no, he's he, not. He doesn't enjoy avocado ice cream at night. Like, here's the thing. You know who Ben is. We know who Ben right. is. Right. They should have invested every dime they had in that offensive line, period. The thing is, is it makes you really, really question what the organization is doing because this offensive line practices every damn day and every day of training camp against TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith and Melvin Ingram mm -hmm. and Cameron Hayward mm -hmm. and Minka Fitzpatrick, like, these are the these are the guys they go up against every right. single day in practice. So, like, what are they doing in practice that they're not doing in games that made Tomlin and the the coaching staff and Colbert feel comfortable putting them on the field every Sunday? And the defense has to get sick of carrying this team. There's I no way know. that you can know. play your ass off. And then yeah. go into the locker room at halftime and be happy with the production that you're seeing on the field. Yeah. No, there's like, no yeah. way. You know that there's tension in that locker there room. There has to be. I mean, I I feel for them. I'm like, I sit there and watch it. I'm like, wow, okay. Even if the defense bails you guys out, for, for what then? For what? For nothing. Just right. to give it right back to them, to punt. And right. I think, you honestly, that's an interesting possible scenario or explanation for what's going on. Like when you look at all the moves that Colbert made in the off season, every single thing was addressing depth on defense, signing TJ Watt, making sure the cap is set for next year when they're going to extend Minka inevitably. Like right. they're everything that they did was defense focused and the defense is great and they have a lot of young players who are going to be on this team for hopefully a really long time. However, yeah, they're not going to win us games. They're not, they're not going to carry us to a championship. And it feels like maybe in a roundabout way, they are accepting the fact that we're not going anywhere and they're not, right? they're not admitting to tanking, but they're also not doing anything that is going to, fix the issues that would allow them to make a deep run at the playoffs this year. They're just exactly. kind of like letting, letting the natural selection of the NFL right. season run its course so that maybe they can get. I mean, exactly. Who knows? 
There's no way you look at Matt Canada and you say, let's put you with Ben Roethlisberger. This would be great. It makes no sense. Thing is, defense. It's like oil and water. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's not working. Defense can't win championships if your offense can't score. Right. Yeah. That's, put that on a shirt instead. Yeah, I, I will put that on a shirt tomorrow. It'll be in the Yenzer's merch store for you guys. Um, Perfect. It will support our drinking habits for the rest of the season. So, oh my gosh, we need lots. Y'all are going to need to buy those shirts up because <laughs> I have some. Is, we're in for a long season. Yes, yeah, it, like the jeez, my god. Yeah, I oh, and that let's yesterday talk about was some more the, negatives. The yeah, drops. You know what? Let's. Let's you want to? You guys want to talk about the drops? Yep. What the hell? Eleven. What the hell? Eleven. Why? But I have a bright spot. Deontay Johnson doesn't have a drop this year. You know, granted, so he didn't we, play yeah, yesterday, but but that's improvement that's that we can be happy uh-huh. about. We how also much? saw him. He worked his ass off in the offseason. How, how many he, he saw report after report that he was there before and after practice, literally on the jugs machine, working his ass off. Every him. time Good he would drop him. anything, he'd drop and do push ups. Here's the thing about Deontay yesterday, just like TJ did from the sideline, TJ proved that that was money well spent. Deontay mm-hmm. yesterday, without doing jack shit, proved mm-hmm. that he is our number one wide receiver. Yep. Period. He, he is. Um, He's the Ebron. best one out there. Gotta go. Seven, seven targets, one catch. I was a big run proponent last year. Like, I yeah. made excuses for this man. I did. Yep. I like mm-hmm. I like the way he approaches the game. I love his attitude. I love how much fun he has. Mm-hmm. He did not remedy his biggest issue. And no. to say that's frustrating is an understatement. Eric Ebron, as a tight end, does not do enough to drop as many passes as he drops. Yeah. He, he has not, more he drops. Block. He has more drops than receptions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, that's terrible. It's it's inexcusable. It's there's no reason. You play on an NFL team. Yeah. Where yeah. I listen, like I I athletes get the yips, guys. We all know athletes get the yips, right? You play this sport at the highest level, whatever you have to do, do it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you have to do. And I get it, like. At the end of the game, everyone was dropping stuff. Najee was right. dropping stuff. Claypool right. was dropping stuff. We saw drops from everybody near the end of that game. And I get it. Like, they were defeated. And, yeah. and we'll talk a bit later about just how defeated they were and the message that that sends. But it's, it is, from- it, it's inexcusable at this point. Like, learn mm-hmm. – be like Deontay Johnson. Be like DJ. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's Learn. like, okay, last year, what did Tomlin say? You can catch the ball or you'll be replaced. Is well, that? Ride the wood. Ride the bench. This, I expect yeah. guys to make routine plays routinely. That is not happening. And specifically, no, and he's not even, he's not specific, even blocking. <laughs> specifically in Ebron's case, because Chase, Najee, Juju, whoever. Okay. At least they're making most of their plays. Ebron it's it's far and away in that ratio right, right. and you're you're a veteran player it's not exactly. you're not a rookie exactly i have and a really hard good, time excusing that yeah yeah yes and while you're good energy in that locker room and i think you're a good presence on this team like mm-hmm. if you're not contributing on the field it's it's time dude either yeah. you know step up or step right. out like it's yeah. it needs to be done. And again, it comes down to coaching. Why are we putting players in that position to make these crucial catches that have no, in my opinion, right, being on that field? Bench bench they them. They've proven that they can't. They, they, yes. Yep. And then to I put have, them in a situation where it's like, you better catch it because we're whatever yardage we're at and screwed again. 
and you throw it to Eric. Not only it. catch it, not only catch it, but after the play, I expect you to get seven yards, eight yards, because we're, yeah. all we're doing is throwing screens. Let's talk about that. Let's oh talk about that. Fourth oh. and 10, and you're going to throw a screen? Yep. yep. What, the things that these coaches, the expectation after the catch from these coaches is mind-boggling. Yeah. I have been a Mike Tomlin apologist for a very long time. I love Mike Tomlin. I think he's a great coach. The one weakness that I see in him, aside from maybe some game time management issues, he cannot assemble the coaching staff that these players, this personnel needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. I would agree with that. I would agree with like, that. We should have gone outside the organization for an offensive coordinator. Yep. Period. Yep. Oh Bottom my God. Line. I said that. Oh my, I said that after we hired him, I was like, why, Right. why so many promotions from within outside hire, please. For when, we see, when we see so it's many not issues working. On right. Uh, the offensive line coach, you promote the, I'm going to say it again, the assistant to a failed offensive line coach last year mm-hmm, in yeah. what unacceptable world. And according to Pony, take it with a grain of salt because it is f- coming from Pony. We are spending <laughs> the least on our coaching staff. Like I saw that. I'm sure it's true because that's a, something that you could easily look up. So I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. So like that's if that's true, that is pathetic. Right. Yes, a yeah. lot of these issues are personnel related, but mm-hmm. some of these personnel issues can be overcome with great coaching. We have right. mediocre coaching at best. And I'm not talking about the head coach. I like Mike right. Tomlin. I think he needs to do what intelligent people do and surround themselves with capable individuals who can get the job done, who are yep. good, who are the best at their craft, better than even he and is. It's like, are we going to sit through an entire season of this? Because right. we know we are. <laughs> it's the Steelers yeah. and they're not going to do right. anything about it. They're going to see all of no this happening. Decisions. None. None. If anything happens, it will be after the season's over and after it's lost. And it is, that's a whole nother thing. I can't even think about going into the rest of the season right now. It's going to be a long season. It will be a long season, especially with all these injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of the injuries, I mean, with the exception of uh, DJ and Juju. Okay. So a couple, but the, the most prominent injuries are on defense which is our crowning glory. We still have Stefan Tewitt out. Um, TJ, TJ, hopefully Alex Highsmith. But Alex Highsmith. Um, mm-hmm. We lost Tyson. Tyson. Struggling. Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, it's great. Ooh. It has not been a kind season, and it's only no, it's not been week fun. three. I mean, it feels yeah. like a few weeks ago we were feeling bad for the Ravens for losing every single one of their running backs yeah. and one of their best cornerbacks. And mm-hmm. now it's like now look at Juju, us. Juju's day-to-day. Chooks, I mean, does it really matter? Uh, <laughs> Kendrick Green is hurt. Who knows how badly he's hurt? Claypool's banged up. Ben's banged up. All these groin injuries, TJ – Hi, Smith. Like, is that a conditioning issue? Let's talk about that. Like, where are these groin injuries coming from? I have no idea. Groins, those are, yeah, I don't know. That one's hard to say because. Right. I mean, I think it's probably a conditioning issue because to have as many groin injuries as we have, something's not happening in the conditioning room. And that is what it is. And, you know, once again, that's a failure by the coaching staff, the Mm -hmm. training staff, whatever. Um, But then we look at depth right because on defense if we are so decimated we're looking at depth at that point so we look at melvin ingram yesterday Mm -hmm. the sole reason tyler boyd got that touchdown was because melvin ingram thought he was big enough to just hit him rather than wrap him up and tackle him i have been like he forgot he had arms yeah right I've, i've been a huge melvin ingram fan he's been amazing for us yesterday to see even him make rookie mistakes like that it's unacceptable and it just speaks to the mentality of this team and that's that's where i think it gets hard because again there's no way the defense 
can't be so frustrated by what they're seeing on the right. field. There's mm-hmm. just no right. way. And I do think it translates into their play. It Some of the, like you said, like a rookie mistake. Why are you yeah. making that rookie mistake as a veteran player? And part of me thinks it's because they're frustrated. And do they care? Yes. But do they care enough? No. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe not. And then, because, yeah. Jeez. I mean, I can't imagine like we're as frustrated as fans. I can't imagine actually putting my body on the line to make these plays. And especially for him with Watt and Highsmith out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine stepping off that field after making the play that Terrell Edmonds made. And Mm -hmm. then three minutes later, not even three minutes later, going back on on the field for another defensive series. Like, right. They get no break awful I yeah it makes me it makes me want to punch someone in the face literally I I would love to be a fly in that locker room I would just love to hear some of the conversation that goes on in whatever way that it does because um, let's talk about the sack streak ending oh another painful moment oh yesterday just sucked ass it was oh yeah 75 it was ass trash it was ass trash Yep. Can we so put the Steelers are ass trash on a t-shirt yeah. because they are I didn't right think now. that would be in our own merch store, but at this point they deserve it. They, they do. They deserve I mean, it. And, the, and they know it. The fans were booing them worse than I've ever seen the fans boo the Steelers at home yeah. in my life. And they deserved it. Every they deserved bit of it. every bit of it. Every oh, single bit of it. That sack streak ending was brutal. Uh, the ru- here's here's an interesting ish thing I want to talk about. Melvin Ingram, the roughing the passer call. How do we feel about how do we feel about this? That was awful. Where, Where was awful. the roughing the passer? Yeah. He literally cradled him in his arms like a newborn. No kitten. helmet to helmet. I wasn't below the waist. I I don't know. He literally let him down. Like if you watched it, he fell into his arms Mm -hmm. and he let him down. And gets hit like that all the time, if not actually worse than that, as we know, because Ben's such a big guy. But and never anything called. It's like he was putting Mm -hmm. baby Jesus in the manger. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you could not have been more careful. Right. Right. That was again back to where you're like every week NFL officiating manages to just get worse. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's so bad. Yeah, it's pathetic. I mean, you have to laugh about it. Like at this point, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here deliriously laughing about how terrible this team is on all fronts. On all fronts. It was horrible. Yep. And that led directly to that Jamar Chase touchdown. So it it was like it it wasn't even like – they brushed it off and kept going. It was no, this is going to be a a real momentum killer, and right. it was. It right. just, I do. Ugh. I want to correct something I said earlier. Ben was hit seventeen so- times in the last two weeks. Yesterday okay. he was okay. hit Still eleven not times. Still, Still not, not great. great. No, that's a lot. That's awful. But yesterday it was only eleven. So <laughs> our right. thirty-nine-year-old quarterback only got hit eleven times. Like. Oh, oh thank God! All it's right, so bad. I think we covered the bad. Um, I'm sure we missed. I'm sure we missed stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're, there's a lot of bad. We could just keep going. There was so much bad. We could probably do three episodes on the bad. Yeah. yeah. It. Yeah. It. First time losing the Bengals at home in how long? I think they said since 2003. Sorry. Uh, two. We lost to them at home in 2005 in the okay. Super Bowl season because I was at that first game. time um, losing to them by double digits since when? Never, probably. But my guess is, I feel like it was 95. We were the Steagles. I think it was 95. Dang. Regardless. So Regardless. Regardless. It was not good. So I guess, like, what. What is best case scenario for this season then? What listen, what are I'm we not, hoping for? I'm not writing it off yet. I, I never mean, write them off. Me. I know. Like exactly. Like I 
Do I think that the issues on the offensive line are irreversible? No. Do I think that we can't remedy a lot of the problems that we're seeing, like the penalties and the inability mm-hmm. to pass block? No. I and think drops. that when Banner comes back, that will be a huge piece to that puzzle. I think that we will see growth as they work together. The issue that I that worries me the most is at this point, because they are so bad and I'm not just talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about the entire team, the chemistry that they have to make for like they're that's the scariest part because we all know Mm -hmm. that when there's no team chemistry, when there's a a bad situation in the locker room and we saw it very recently with AB, like Mm -hmm. it's hard to overcome that. It is extremely hard to overcome that. You look at teams like the Browns and the Bengals who were terrible for so long and a large portion of that is their culture and if we have this Mm -hmm. culture of failure in that locker room right now how do we overcome that that's the biggest issue to me yeah yeah it's like you're because that's going to sink them yeah and to and to see mike tomlin lay the blame solely at the feet of the players while i don't completely disagree with that how much is he lo- how much of the team is he losing by doing that? Right. Because they're looking yeah. at him and you the coaching staff together. that he assembled and the team mm. that he assembled, and they're saying, Bro, like what are you, what did you give us to work with? What do you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's frustrating to say the least. I mean, Tyler Boyd today coming out and saying the Steelers oh. gave up. They portrayed to the entire nation what they're about. Sure, that will be bulletin board material if you want to call it that but like that's embarrassing they should be so ashamed of themselves they especially to have somebody from cincinnati say that it just yeah someone that you've dominated for years is saying that what right come on right looking okay looking forward to this week we have green bay (laughs) I'm not. I don't want to look forward to this week. Oh, can we skip it? There's so many things where you're like, what are you looking for? What do you want to see happen? And it's like, I don't know where to start because there's so much that's wrong that I don't even know. Less offensive line penalties, number one. That's my biggest thing that I want to see. I want to see TJ come back from being out. I want to see Highsmith back. I want to see a lot of these injuries lighten up a little bit. I want to see – the draw to stop. They have minimize. to stop. While I contribute a lot of that to the fact that of what Tyler Boyd said, they did give up. And a lot of mm-hmm. those drops happened towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I contribute a lot of that to the fact that they just gave up. Don't fucking give up. Great. Yeah. Right. There, Play until the end. Bomb. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> okay. Cause we were all yelling it on Sunday. We were all yelling it on Sunday. Yeah. Like yeah. play I until really want- the last. Yeah. Set. Exactly. And as evidenced by the game last night uh, between the Packers and the 49ers, you literally can't give Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds to work with. They need to find a way to control this clock and be smart about it. Not just Mm -hmm. score quick. If you score quickly against the Packers, all bets are off. You need to hold on to the ball and be diligent keeping your eye on the clock keeping your eye ahead of you i think i they really need to find a way to kick the the running game into gear in some yes. capacity because they are not going to control the clock against Aaron Rodgers if they keep doing these dumpy little screen passes on fourth mm-hmm. and freaking 10 it's not going to happen so they they need to get their shit together and yeah. and find a way to to keep their hands on that precious football so that they don't give it back to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, exactly right. I don't see that happening, but that's, that's a big part of how they could potentially win this game. If they're going to win it. I mean, is it just me or on Sunday? Did it feel came out onto the field? We're already deflated. Like, yeah, I felt that. I yeah. feel a lack I wasn't even there and I felt such a lack of energy from this mm-hmm. team I 
listen, I don't think the the players are behind Matt Canada, number one. Mm-mm. I don't think the players believe in a lot of the personnel that's taking the field right now. And by personnel, yeah. I mean the offensive line. I think, I mean, obviously these veteran guys especially see these weaknesses in the play calling. They see the fact that these coaches don't believe that they can get the job done. Um, Listen, I will say Ben can throw downfield. He can, but mm-hmm. they're just not doing it. Like we saw right. it a few times yesterday. We saw an intermediate pass to Washington. Right. Like he can do it and he's doing it fine, but he doesn't have the time mm-hmm. and Canada doesn't have the wherewithal to make these calls. Period. Right. So yeah. it's yeah. like their lack of trust from the coaches and from each other, the teammates, that's crippling. Yeah. And it's a much bigger I, yeah. issue than, you know, we can't just blame the offensive line because they're not, because they're mostly rookies. Like it's, mm-hmm. it goes a lot deeper than that because that feeds into more issues. It does. And like Sam said, and like yeah. Jordan said, it's, it's the, the locker room stuff. That's going to be the most, the intangibles, it's the hardest. Mm-hmm. I would love to interview some players off the record and take them as anonymous sources and hear what they think. Yeah. Because there's no way if we're feeling it on this side that they don't feel some type of way. There's just, there's, it doesn't. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It, it, yeah. I I would put money on it. I mean, I would, mm -hmm. yeah. They're not out of touch. They were, most of them were there when Feitner Mm -hmm. was the offensive coordinator and they see zero difference in the play Mm -hmm. calling. What? You're, throw in a few jet sweeps and you think we're, oh my God, praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, a th- that's not a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's right. still, it's even worse than last year. The play calling is even worse. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, can't. It's, polishing, I can't. it's polishing a turd. They, they, <laughs> could, they could just throw in some motions and right. like fool people into thinking that this, it's this prolific elite level offense now oh my god juju moved across the back who is this team exactly the same fucking team as last year and exactly we're not fooling anybody except ourselves right no right it's it is i mean it's almost like we're exactly right they are purposely not saying they're tanking but just like fuck it. We have what we have and it's not enough. So yeah. we're going to pretend like we, you know, believe you in this it, team and yeah. realistically like, we're this is all, the- we're all in. There's no way you're all in. Like if you, yeah, exactly. Like what you were saying earlier, Morgan, this offensive line is going up against these phenomenal defensive players every week. And you guys thought this was enough. How? Right, right, like, Especially with a veteran quarterback who can't move. Right. Like, it's mind blow. It is mind blowing. I just from everything from the top down. Clark said it today. It's a total organizational failure. I don't disagree with him. I do not I disagree with him. It's a culture problem number one, which is mm-hmm. freaking crazy to use the word the phrase culture problem and Pittsburgh Steelers in the same sentence. But that's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. what's mm-hmm. happening. Coaching. Yeah players, the chemistry, the organization, the way that they do business from the top down. It's not working anymore. It's not. It's not. And where do you can't do the same shit over and over and expect all of a sudden things are going to come together. And it's, we all know the definition of insanity. We all know. I don't have to tell you. (laughs) Right. Like Mike Hilton yesterday. Think (laughs) he did something. That was embarrassing. Like, I'm not embarrassed yeah. to be a Steelers fan. I'll always be proud of them. But that was embarrassing. Yeah, like, it was. Jack shit on that field. Except right. commit a neutral zone infraction. Congrats, Mike. Also, I will add, the bullshit waving, like, most people were happy. That was so dumb. Bro. Like, be yeah. better than that. That's pathetic. Yeah. That's pathetic. He was when so he, out of touch. When he yeah. left, like, everyone was so happy. Like, go get your money. We get it. Go get your money. You became who you were in Pittsburgh. You became who you are. Right. In Pittsburgh, right. because Pittsburgh gave you a chance. Now you're going to be a dick? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, now it's coming out that he didn't feel respected here in his time. In who Pittsburgh. are you, Steven like, Nelson? Shut up. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Uh, Which, again, you haven't heard anything on Steven Nelson because why? Nope. Because he's not playing. Right. Oops. 
it's like it's so frustrating it's so frustrating but i would be Uh, thrilled to have them back i'm not gonna lie yeah oh i thought steven nelson did sign with a team he's with the eagles okay he did he's just not doing anything pretty much yeah i mean yeah what we knew would happen Right. What? Right. Um, I think that's it for the yeah, bat. I think we need to wrap it up before we really. <laughs> Quick, because we'll. Before I have an aneurysm, like my, I can yeah. feel my heartbeat. Oh, I need to like, me and Lilo are going on a long walk after this because I need to go Decompress. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Got me I'm all just gonna up again. Yeah. I need to get a massage. <laughs> I need to like have a spa day to recover yes. from like the absolute like beat down my brain has taken over the past day <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this team i mean it was thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers Steeler thoughts Nation. and prayers for all of us oh my gosh yeah may god guide us on our quest <laughs> we do have to thank you guys though for coming out to our tailgate that was awesome yes, that that was was so fun. Fun. highlight so many of them showed sure. up tonight it was so awesome to meet so many of you in person and just like shoot the shit. And yes, we lost to the Raiders in terrible fashion, but the <laughs> highlight of that day for all of us was meeting so many of you. That's why we love what we do. It's just yep. so fun to engage with people who care about the same stuff we care about and have the same passions that we have. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for coming out. We're going to do another tailgate with still again coming up here pretty soon um and those details will be with you shortly so we will be sure to share them when Ooh. we have them love it all right we'll wrap it up well as always Steeler nation it's been real we'll see you guys next week real <laughs> shitty <laughs> seriously though oh. oh sorry okay be follow be sure to follow us on twitter at yinzers and on instagram at yinzers official And don't forget to subscribe so that we can kick it with you every week. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode, hopefully a more uplifting one of yours.